Regarding the Sikha of the Rebbe in Chelek Yudches, where the Rebbe discusses the Rambam in the beginning of Hilchas Mulachim. So this Sikha, which the Rebbe discusses the Rambam in Hilchas Mulachim, I would say is Yisoyed HaYisoydis, is one of the most fundamental Sikhas that the Rebbe spoke about Mashiach, because it gives a very important context to understand why we need Mashiach and what the role of Mashiach in Yiddishkeit is. If you look at the Sikha, the Rebbe, there's one theme that goes through the whole Sikha, which is that the Indian of Mashiach is to bring the Shleimus HaTerev HaMitzvahs. The Rebbe explains with it the whole Lashon of the Rambam, the signing of the Rambam, the words of the Rambam. And the Rebbe also explains, I'm going to, I'm going to start by focusing on one Ha'adah of the Sikha, which I think is a very important Nikud to focus on, because it sheds a lot of light on the uniqueness of this Sikha. The Rebbe brings the discussion that we have in the monks in the Farshi Harambam and other G'dayla Yisrael, why is Mashiach one of the Yud Gimel Ikrei Emunah? We know that the Rambam, the idea of the 13 Ikrei Emunah, the 13 principles of faith, is really a Chiddush of the Rambam. There's no one, I mean, there are other G'dayla Yisrael that set aside, that, that, that uh, wrote up different Yisraelites of Emunah, principles of faith, but this particular style and number is the Rambam's. And Rambam writes in his Pirish and Mishnais and his Akhtamat, the Perek Chelek, the Hilcha Sanhedrin, and the Rambam discusses, the Rambam writes to the 13 Ikre Emunah, and from there it already became, in many communities they say, the Animamins in the Siddur, they say in Nusach of Animamins, 13 Animamins, which are not the exact words of the Rambam, but they're based on the Rambam's 13 principles of faith. So there, the 12th principle, the Ikre Hayat Beis, that the Rambam speaks about, is the Emunah Biasa Mashiach. Is a belief in Mashiach, and the Rambam writes Bekitzer, believing in Mashiach, and the, the different versions of the Rambam's. Um, the Rambam wrote it in, in Arabic, as Pirisha Mishnah is in Arabic, there's different versions of translations. But the Nakudis, the belief that Mashiach, you know, will, uh, like well, everything that's said about Mashiach, to believe in him, believe, anticipate his coming. If he tarries, he should await his coming. And this is the 12th principle of faith. Now, in general, G'dayla Yisrael, the idea of the principles of faith in general, and also the particulars of the Ikram, why the Ramam chose particular ideas and beliefs to become part of the 13 principles of faith, is something which G'dayla Yisrael spoke about, this whole Sfarim that were in this Chaber, that were, that were written just on this thing. So you have... For example, you have a Sefer Ikrim. Sefer Ikrim is Kishmo, is Ikrim, speaking about the principles of faith. And in the Ikrim, he, he personally disagrees with the Rambam. He disagrees with the Rambam. He doesn't disagree that anything that the Rambam wrote is not true, but he's disagreeing with the way the Rambam set it up, with the design of the Rambam, that the Rambam considers the 13 Ikre Yamuna, that these are the main principles of faith. He says, no, he holds that there's... He has a different way of, 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 of dissecting it. He holds only three principles of faith. But he takes, he questions a lot on the Rambam's particular, you know, approach of what, what he picked as Ikre Amuna. Now you have, on the other hand, you had the Abar Benel, the Abar Benel, which is, by the way, one of the, one, one of the Mechabrim that wrote a lot about Mashiach. He wrote a famous set of three Sfarim regarding Mashiach. Yeshua is Mashiachai which is, discusses different midrashim about Mashiach, different concepts about Mashiach. Then he wrote his uh, Mayone HaYeshu, which is a Pirish on Daniel, and he also wrote a Sefer, on the, on, 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 which is really similar, it's similar to, it's a collection, but it's a little written more, more, more detailed, a collection of all the different Nevuas, Mashmiya Yeshu, I think it's called, different Nevuas 
about uh, about about Mashiach from all from from all the, the from all the different Nevi'im and even from Sukkim Torah and he explains them. So the Barbanel Mashiach, and uh, in the Sefer Reisha Mona he has a whole he discusses a lot that Ikrim he tries to find for the Rambam from the questions of the Ikrim. And one of the things that are asked over there is why is Mashiach one of the principles of faith? Why what what is it Sonigaya? So there's a whole back and forth about this, and uh, one Balabatish is also the answer that the, that, that, that the Reish Amona gives, that Barbanel gives, is he says, he, he, one, one of his fundamental arguments that he, with which he establishes the whole Yisoy, the whole pattern of the Sefer, how he parenters the Rambam, is that he explains that there are different ways of understanding what an Iker means. He says the Iker doesn't have to mean something which is absolutely fundamental to Yiddishkeit, that without it, the whole Yiddishkeit would fall apart. Instead, he says that Iker means something which is very negeya, something which is very important, something which is very, you know, an important part of Yiddishkeit. It's not necessarily something which is absolutely essential. So he explains that Inina Biyasa Mashiach is taka, it's... You know, you might not say that it's absolutely integral to the belief of a Jew, what's going to stop him from fulfilling Tehidah Mitzvah, let's say, if he doesn't believe in Mashiach. But nevertheless, since it's something which is written in the Torah, and Nevi'im, and Ksuvim, it's such a central theme in Yiddishkeit, Ramam felt was appropriate to include it as one of the 13 Ikreyamunah. That's, so you could call it a little, little bit of a more of a Balabatisha approach to, to the Ikreyamunah and to Mashiach in general. Very simple, but again, it's not... Uh, Nothing, uh, nothing, nothing that's defining the uniqueness of Mashiach. But then the other answer that he gives is reflects a certain pattern that many G'dayli Yisrael went with. And he says like this, if you look at the 13 Nikri Amun, I'm not going to list all of them, but if you look at them closely, you see that the first set of the 13 principles of faith deal with the belief in Hashem. That you believe in the Eibishter, you believe that the Eibishter is only one, and that... Um, like the different things Ramam speaks about in the beginning of Mishnah Teira, Luchas Yisraeli Teira, and he's the one that he's supposed to serve, Davin to etc. etc. Then there's the belief in the idea of Teira and Ashram. Teira comes from Debish, and that belief you have a few points. There's one Iker is believing the idea of prophecy, then there's believing the prophecy of Teira, of Moshe Rabbeinu, and the belief that Teira is Minas Shemayim, and so on. Then the Rambam has another few. The Rambam explains there's another few principles of faith, which are to believe that Ebeshter is Mashkiach. The Ebeshter watches over everything we do. And that's the tenth principle of faith. The eleventh principle of faith is that the Ebeshter rewards and punishes. Now that you know that the Ebeshter, in other words, the logic here is like this. The beginning of the Ikre Mun is you believe in the Eibishter. If you don't believe in the Eibishter, there's no, really, no, no religion could, be, could, could exist without belief in the Eibishter. After you have that you have the belief in the Eibishter, so now you have that the Eibishter tells you what to do. This Torah, this prophecy, you have to believe that the Eibishter communicated with people, particularly with Moshe Rabbeinu, and he gave us the Torah. After you have the Torah, a person could say, good, the Eibishter gave the Torah, but what difference does it make to me if I fulfill the Torah or not? So for this, you have to have schar You have to believe that Eibushin knows what you're doing, that he's going to punish the wicked, he's going to reward the righteous. So the Iker Hayud Aleph, the 11th principle, is the principle of schar Then the Rambam adds another two principles. Yimei Sa Mashiach, is Iker Hayud Beis, believe in Mashiach. And Iker Hayud Gimel, the 13th principle of faith, is the belief in Tchiyah Samesim. So many G'dayliyah, so it's a very important thing to understand, because when, when you, you ask... People, one, one of the most challenging things regarding Mashiach is 
Sai when it comes to a person learning about Mashiach, but particularly when you want to explain the, the, the message of Mashiach to someone else, the question is, what is the message of Mashiach? So it's very easy to say that if a person has a tzadar, there's something bad going on, Mashiach will save you from the problem. So the need for Mashiach arises in times of need, and somebody is sensitive to tzadars of Klal Yisrael, he's sensitive to the Jewish history as a whole. So he looks at, the, he understands that the need for the coming of Mashiach is something that's not just limited to one individual, to one particular thing, but it's something more holistic, it reflects you know, the situation of the Jewish people in general for thousands of years, and if you want to get even more you know, general, Mashiach will, you know, refine the whole world, Yisak and Kalelum Kule, take care of all the world's problems, But nevertheless, the message of Mashiach is, is a very hard thing to, to define, and it's very, if you don't have it defined well, it's a very hard thing to convey. Mashiach is sometimes a very lofty, but fluffy subject. And it's very, you know, you might know a lot of things about Mashiach. Somebody will ask you, what is the Nekudah? What's the point? It might be very hard to pinpoint the thing. We know this did a bit this does, but it, it's 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 sometimes hard that you should have it hit the nail on the head, as they say. The same thing is when it comes to the belief in Mashiach also leads to anticipation of Mashiach. Why should a person anticipate Mashiach? If I don't have problems, why should I want Mashiach? So again, yes, there's, there's different approaches. A person can start understanding that every problem in life really comes but because Mashiach is not here. Shibud Malchi is subjugation of the nations, which is the hallmark of the coming of Mashiach, that Mashiach will save us from Shibud Malchiyas, doesn't necessarily have to mean that you have a government that's oppressing the Yidin, but it means that as Chassidus explains, that Rebbe explains in Torah or Pashas, the Daigas HaParnosa, Shibud Malchi, Shibud Malchiyas, according to Chassidus, is a very real thing, it's something everyone, whether he has money, he doesn't have money, he has his Daigas, this is all a hallmark of Golos. But here's not the point time to get into all of that. But the Nakud is that what is the message of Mashiach? And in this Sikha, the Rebbe explains what the message of Mashiach is from the eyes of Halacha at least. Which is also very important, it's even more deeper important to understand why Mashiach is an Iker in Jewish faith. In order to understand why Mashiach is an Iker, is a fundamental of Jewish, Jewish faith, you have to understand what, what is Mashiach? Why is Mashiach so integral to Jewish faith? So again, as I mentioned before, there's different ways of understanding what Iker means, what, 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 what a principle of Jewish faith means, if it's something essential, something central, but the general theme, the Mahalach that you'll see in the Bar you'll see the Sefer Ikrim, you'll see a number of other G'dayli Yisrael, as they explain very simply, if you look at the pattern of the 13 principles of faith as I just outlined them, you'll see there's Amun and the Eibishter, there's Amun and the Torah and prophecy, and there's the moon and schar vo'enish, that as a result, the fact that you believe in the Ebesher and believe that the Ebesher gives you Teda Mitzvah, the next step is you believe there's reward and punishment. After schar vo'enish, there comes Yimaisa Mashiach and Chiyas HaMesim. So they said very simply, they said that Yimaisa Mashiach and Chiyas HaMesim are protim, are details in schar vo'enish. There's schar vo'enish, which is Olam Habo and Ganeiden, afterlife, after the Neshama leaves the body. But then there's this Chav Oynish will come a time in this physical world when to put it simply, the good guys will win and the bad guys will lose. And you'll see clearly how the Eibishter is showing reward for the Yidin that throughout the years of Golos were faithful to him and kept Tehidamitis, etc., etc. So according to this way of thinking, the, the pattern of the 13 Ikriya Muna is very clear. It's very, it follows a very logical pattern. is believing in the Eibishter, believing that the Eibishter gives you a Torah, believing the Eibishter rewards and punishes you, rewards and punishes a person whether he fulfills or doesn't fulfill the Torah. So the reward and punishment is Yumeisam Mashiach and Chiyasam Mesim. Now, the problem with this approach is, first of all, because 
it, it's, it sounds very logical, but when it comes to Tchiyas HaMesim, for example, Rambam himself explains in his Geras Tchiyas HaMesim that the reason why he counts Tchiyas HaMesim as an Iker Bedas, as a principle of Jewish faith, has nothing to do with the reward and punishment. He writes, the reason why he, he, he considers it as Iker Bedas is because he felt it important that people should believe in the idea of miracles, that Ebeshe could do miracles, he could change the nature. So he picked Chiyas HaMesim, so because belief in Chiyas HaMesim is even a it's a way of, of, of being able to ascertain if someone really believes in miracles. If you believe in Chiyas HaMesim, you have to believe that Ebeshe could change. If you believe in miracles that happened in the past is one thing, but you should believe that something will happen in the future. And such a miracle as Tchiyas HaMesim, this is something fundamental. If you don't believe in miracles, you don't believe in Taita. Because the whole Taita, as he explains in the Gerus, Tchiyas HaMesim relies on the belief that Ebeshe does miracles, he's a Balabas and nature, and so on and so forth. So the Ramam clearly explains that Tchiyas HaMesim has nothing to do with Tzachar. I mean, at least, obviously, you could say that there's more reasons for, for that Rambam didn't mention, but from the Rambam, it's clear that Tchiyas HaMesim is not part of Tzachar Voynish. So Yemais HaMashiach also, there's also no reason to look at Yemais HaMashiach as a Tzachar Voynish, as a reward and punishment, particularly according to the Rambam, which if you look at the Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva, Perektes, and also in Hilchas Mulach and Perekut Beis, Allah Dalad, which in Pirisha Mishnai, he's very clear that the purpose of Yemais HaMashiach within the framework of the Rambam's philosophy is to prepare you to get the ultimate schar and the reward to come. Yemais HaMashiach in of itself cannot be considered schar, cannot be re- considered a reward. What's the reward over here? It's that the Ebesh will give you the opportunity to do Torah mitzvahs that you'll be able to get the reward of the world to come. We all know that according to the Rambam, the ultimate schar is the world to come. So Yemais HaMashiach cannot be considered schar in the, in, in the context of the Rambam's way of looking at things. very hard to call it schar. Now, again, I'm not saying, you know, who am I to, you know, the daily soul learned it that way, and there's obviously, as the Rebbe explains, a number of places that even according to the Rambam, there's still an element of schar. The, the Elam Hab is called a tachlis schar, the ultimate schar, but there's still an element of schar, an element of reward. Even in the Yudim Gashmim, you know, the promises of the Torah regarding physical abundance of being the Mesa Mashiach, it's true. But to say that the Yesoi, the Munam Biasa Mashiach, is a, is a way of understanding schar v'oynish, is relevant to Schar Voynish, there seems to be something more to it. So, the Rebbe is Mechadish, that what is the belief in Yemais HaMashiach, what, why, why is Yemais HaMashiach an Iker Bedas? The Rebbe says in the 63, that it's because it's Negei Deshleim Asatei Ramitzis. In other words, if, again, I'm taking a little Yeshleim Ramitzis, but I think it's, it's pretty close to what the Rebbe is saying. If you look at the 13 principles of faith, the Iker HaTest, the 10th principle of faith, is the fact that the Torah won't change. Before you get even to Schar Voynish, before you get to Iker HaYud Vayud Aleph, the fact that Ebesher is Mashkiach, he watches over everyone and he gives reward and punishment, Iker HaTest, the 10th one, and the last principle of faith that is connected with the idea of belief in Torah, is that the Torah will never change. Which in other words means that the Torah is eternal. So the Rebbe says that the belief in the Mashiach is something, again, the belief in Mashiach, there could be a number of components why Mashiach is Iker Vedas. But the Rebbe is highlighting that the Iker Yisoy, the way the Rebbe is explaining it here, is that the fact that the Mashiach is the Iker Bedas, is a fundamental of Jewish faith, is because without Mashiach, you don't have Shleim Mitzvah Without Mashiach, if you don't believe in Mashiach, it means you don't believe that title will be fulfilled properly. That title will, will actually permeate the world, and, and it will eventually permeate the world, and the world, um, the Yidin will be able to keep Teir Mitzvah, and that the world will be a world where, te- where fulfilling Teir Mitzvah is possible. But that's how the Rebbe explained this. Now, if you think about this for a moment, you will see 
Now, in many, many details, this is a completely revolutionary way of thinking, because if you look at many Sifrei G'dayli Yisrael, and in many incidents in Jewish history, when it, whether it came to Mashiach Sheker or other things, you see, what, what was the hope for Mashiach? What was the yearning for Mashiach? And I'm not getting into the spiritual hope for Mashiach. She should have the time to build it to learn Torah and have prophecy and have all the great revelations. But I'm talking about in a simple thing, if you look at the Sifrei G'dayli Yisrael, when they're describing Mashiach, it's a mix of many different things. For example, you look at the Bar Benel, and there's a Shuris Mashiach that I mentioned before. So there's an Shuris Mashiach that, as I mentioned before, he has, he discusses it, it's in Ion Arishim Gimel, he discusses what is the Gu'ul, he says, he, he gives 10 Yehudim, 10 different components, 10 different main highlights, so to say, of what the Nevi'im tell us about the Gu'l Asida. And besides having Mashiach, and the Kibbutz Nidchei Yisrael, the return of the exile, Shaman speaks about, he also, he throws in Tchiyas HaMesim, he throws in the return of Nevuah, miracles, things that the Ramam clearly says, as you learn the Sikh, it becomes very clear to you, that these things are not part of Mashiach, but he makes one big mix. You have another Sefer, a Sefer called Zecher David. He has Maimur Gimel, he has a few volumes, Maimur Gimel, he has a few interesting prakim about Mashiach, pretty interesting. So he has Perek Nunhei, Maimur Gimel, Perek Nunhei, if you want to open it up. He's also discussing how you tell of someone as a true Mashiach. So he mentions how do you know? So again, it, it's, he takes for granted. He said that someone brings, if I remember correctly, tchias hamesim, and you know, and and, and and these types of things. Then you know he's Mashiach. If not, he's not Mashiach. Now, if you learn the Rambam, you'll see clearly, particularly the way the Rebbe is highlighting, is that the Rambam clearly is not saying that. The Rambam is not saying that tchias hamesim has anything to do with Mashiach. So in other words, the Rambam, the Rebbe is explaining that the Rambam looked at all the psukim regarding Mashiach. And Rambam made a clear definition. What are the psukim? What is the What is the gather of Mashiach? What's the definition of Mashiach? Rambam says is one thing. The definition of Mashiach is that he brings back the Shleim Satayr of Amitzvah. Based on that, it's on the Sudan Mashiach as a Yisait Badas. He's not a Yisait Badas because it will finally come a time where the good guys will win. It's not a Yisait Badas because I'm not saying that these things are not reasons, that these things are not true, but this is not the main reason of the Rambam. Now, that's in the kud over here that comes out from, 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 from Order 63. If you think about this, it, it, the more you think about it, the more you realize how, how, how much of a fundamental yesoid in understanding Mashiach this is. I'll explain to you, very simple. The Rambam is defining, look at the Rebbe's words, the more you look at the Sikha, if you look at the mind, you'll see how, how the, Rambam, the Rebbe explains every word of the Rambam. I mean, there's a lot of words that are, that, that are emphasized in the Sikha, and the more you think about it, more you'll see there's the kavon and everything. But when you look at the Rambam, when the Rambam is describing the Mashiach will do shleimus The Rambam is describing the nekud of Mashiach is that he's bringing something back. It's a very important thing to understand. The Rambam is trying to tell you that you see, you look all these psukim, you'll see there's so many great things Mashiach will do. You might think, oh, it's a new period, it's a new a new era. Okay, these are true. Rambam is not denying that certain things will happen in one period, certain things will happen in another period, but I'm saying the Nakut of Mashiach, the, the, the Aleph base of Mashiach, it's not something new. Mashiach is there to be Machsir, like the Rabbi emphasized, that Mashiach, that the Melech HaMashiach, Asalamidullahachsir Machsir based on it. This is also the Rabbi explains the words, Memshallah Harishayna. The Rambam, the, look at the words of the Rambam, I don't want to elaborate, but if you look at the words of the Rambam, Liyashalam, Memshallah Harishayna seem to be repetitious. What is the Rambam saying the same thing twice? 
The Rebbe explains, the Rebbe, as you look at the Sikha, the Rebbe is Ma'atish, the word Harishayna. Mashiach Harishin, Harishayna from the Mashiach Harishin. Harishayna means that Rambam is trying to emphasize the Mashiach's kingdom. Mashallah Harishayna is not explaining what Mashiach will do. That will bring David's glory, the kingdom of David back to the way it was before. That he uses the word Liyoshna to describe what that means, as the Rebbe brings in the order from the Shal Shivas Chaim Shal. The words Mamshallah Rishena from the Rebbe Sikha Kamara are a definition. They're defining Mashiach is not a new kingdom. It's not something new. He's bringing back the first initial kingdom of David is coming back. Mashiach Choizrin Kalamishwat. Mashiach is bringing things back. Now, if you think about it in the context of what I said before, when you look at Mashiach as a schar, as a reward, a reward means after you work, you get reward. It's something else, it's a later point. Mashiach is, not, Mashiach is not a reward. Mashiach, he's bringing the Yisoyed of the Havon of Mashiach. It's not that it's something that comes later. You speak to many people, they look at Mashiach like, like Gan Eden, like Ilam Haba. It's something after the Avodah, in Shisaf Hashnit, the Havayam, in the 6,000 years, so you have, in one hand, in personal life, a person goes to Ilam Haba, Gan Eden, and then, collectively, the Jewish people, having Mesa Mashiach, life will be wonderful, good, it's a No! Many daily stroll, you look at this forum, that's how it comes out to describe Mashiach. Ramam says, the gather for Mashiach. Again, Ramam is not saying that Mashiach won't do all these great things. The definition of Mashiach is bringing something back. It's not something new. Obviously, what the, if you look at the Psukhan, where the Rebbe explains the Sikha, the Rambam is explaining how Mashiach will bring things back. So he's bringing it back in a way. He's doing the same pulas as David, but in a much greater way. But in the Yisraelin, in the foundation, he's bringing, he's not doing something new, he's bringing something back. So a person will say, why do I need Mashiach? I don't have problems. So the Rebbe says, okay, I'm not, again, I'm not getting into the discussion of why I should need Mashiach. But as a Frum Eid, why you should need Mashiach? Very simple. The same way you need to have Tefillin. The same way you need to have Shemir Shabbos. Mitzvah, you, you, you don't have Tehidah Mitzvah without Mashiach. Even if you don't have Shibut Malchis in a way that you feel disturbing you from doing Tehidah Mitzvah. We don't have Kibbutz Yitzchei Yisrael. We don't have these things. So the, 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 the promise about Mashiach, the way that I was explaining, is not just that Mashiach will solve your problems, he'll take you out of Golis, will redeem you from your enemies. Okay, that's also important. It's also an integral part of Mashiach, not denying. But the, the, the Nekudi here is that through that you'll have Shleimus of a Mitzvah. That's something which, as a Frumayid, you should understand is important. It's, it's, it's something which you're lacking as a Frumayid. So, Mel, according to this, if this is the Yisoyed of the Rambam, we understand that when you're awaiting Mashiach, you're not awaiting something, it's like you're waiting for the dessert, waiting to go to, to Wonderland as, as, as a reward. No, you're awaiting something which is integral, you know, that doesn't negate to you as a Frumayid. You need to have Tfil, you need to have a Sukkah, if you don't have a Beis HaMikdash, you, you don't have the Taita Mitzvahs. Now, it's also very important, so they want to emphasize, because I know a lot of people have, you know, Mashiach is a very hard thing to tackle, and uh, I would just say that one of the things that some people get very excited about Mashiach, which is the supernatural aspect about Mashiach, will speak to a guy, you want to get him excited about Mashiach, will tell him, all the things that Rama Munshalekipshut, and all the things, all the physical great miracles, you'll tell him this is what he should await Mashiach for. Okay, some people get very excited. Some people look at it that it's very shallow, very childish, you know. Obviously, you could explain to him, that's good. Saying, look at the Rambam. The Rambam really gives you a different understanding of Mashiach. Again, the Rabbi explained, I'm not, I'm not saying the Rambam is denying anything we said before, but the bread and butter of Mashiach, the Rambam explains, is a totally different word. The bread and butter of Mashiach, the Rambam explains, Mashiach is here to do what David HaMalav did. 
You have, people say, how could I believe in Mashiach? I don't have a precedent. Yeah, you have the, 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 the Rebbe brings in the others here, the Kirya Sefer of the Mabit. The Mabit also wrote a Sefer called Basil Lekim, which discusses Yutikre Munas. Yeah, the Shaddai Yisoidus, as Perek Nunalaf, he discusses about Mashiach. So he says, could you bring a proof, Minachush, from our physical experience about Mashiach? No, we can't, because... We never experienced such a thing. So he says, what, what proof could you bring? You could bring from Mitzvah Mitzrayim, from previous redemptions. It's somewhat similar to Mashiach. But the Rebbe over here is saying, no, he's saying, we're not comparing, the, Rebbe, the Rambam doesn't compare the Rambam to Moshe Rabbeinu. We're not saying, you know, personally, how could the God of God say, no, the same with Eden, we're not of Mitzrayim. They should make such miracles, same thing will happen in the future. So what the Rambam is saying, the Rambam is saying, you want to know how Mashiach, you want to, you want to have something that makes Mashiach sound real, feasible, relatable, possible to happen, you look at David HaMelech. David HaMelech was the Mashiach Harishin. He accomplished what he needed to accomplish. Fine, obviously there were miracles. David HaMelech, he won not every award that he won. was many miracles. But it was B'darchi HaTeva, right? David HaRishin did Mashiach Harishin did whatever he needed to do. Look at Mashiach as Mashiach at David HaMelech. His role is David HaMelech. We're not talking here about L'maylum and HaTeva. Obviously, there will be many miracles in Perekut Beis, Rama speaks about Goy Gemog and other things which are by definition miraculous events. But the Nakuti here is when the Rebbe also spoke about, the Rebbe speaks a little about in the Mugatikasicha, but if you look in the built in Mugatikasicha of, uh, of this Rabbrengen, the Rebbe is very clear about this. The Rebbe says it's Machazik Yeramuna, Nurita, Mashiach should come, it's a negation of Bitachan in him. When you know that there's a precedent, that something happened like this before, it helps you relate, it helps you understand it. So it's very important to, 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 when you have this definition of Mashiach as, as something, it's not a schar, not if it's a malach will come down from heaven and change the world. No, he's bringing back, he's bringing back something that was already there and something that's terrible for a yid. Now, as a frum yid, that's what you're going to want. If you're not a frum yid, or, you know, lay sat or somebody doesn't appreciate it, fine, then you're going to have to explain more. Obviously, there's, there's many deeper dimensions to Mashiach which go beyond the realm of Mashiach, the way the Rambam is explaining it here. But again, the Rambam is explaining as bread and butter of Afrumi, that's the way he looks at Mashiach. I just want to add one thing, if you look, like, like I mentioned before, if you look at the, um, if you look at, at the Sikha, you see how every word of the Rambam becomes crystal clear in a very Muridic way. But let's look at the first words of the Rambam. Rambam writes, that Mashiach will, will, will arise and he will return the Machos based of it to its sovereignty, initial sovereignty. It's a Mashal Rishon, as discussed before. Right? He'll build the base Hamitah, he'll gather in the Yisrael. He will return all the Mishpatim, he will return all the Mitzvahs, he'll bring Karbonis, he'll shvitim, he'll Then the Rambam said, Somebody that doesn't believe in Mashiach, he doesn't await his coming, is not only denying the Nevi'im, but he's also denying Torah Mashiach, because Torah testified to his arrival. Over here, this Sicha, the Rebbe learns, I mean, you could maybe even say the Rebbe is reading into the words of the Rebbe, if you want. The Rebbe is, 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 is like, it's all to say, digging into the Yisoydas of the word of the Rebbe here. And the Rebbe is saying, what the Rebbe is saying is that if you don't believe in Mashiach, that's just, you're, you're, you're denying something that says in the Torah. You're denying the Torah. In a certain sense, Mashiach is negaya to the Torah. Mashiach is negaya to Moshe If you don't have Mashiach, you don't have Shleimus HaTorah. 
So the Rambam is saying is, the Rambam says, if you don't believe in Mashiach, you're not Mechakal of Yossi, you don't know where this comes. You don't want to get into the whole discussion about what Mechakal of Yossi could mean, should mean, has to mean. But there's different types of Mechakal of Yossi. Mechakal of Yossi means to want Mashiach, to wait Mashiach. But there's one, I think, a simpler element over here, which means you expect his arrival. Some people say, I believe in Mashiach, but I don't think it's realistic to happen. Remember, I was once speaking to Holocaust survivor, he says, Nishtin unzur adayrus. You know, you can't accept that Mashiach will come the way the world looks now. So you can have a person who believes in Mashiach, but he's mechakal he thinks it's shaykh to happen, or particularly to happen now, does he expect it to happen? So the Ramam says, if you don't believe in Mashiach, or even if you believe, but even more particularly, you're not mechakal you don't think it's shaykh to happen, you're basically saying Taita is not real. In other words, you're saying that Taita has, has to be fulfilled in a certain way. You need to have a melech that's going to breathe the shleimus at Taita if you don't believe it's realistic to happen, it means the Torah is not realistic. The demands of Torah, again, when the Ramam is not talking here, according to the Sikh about being Mechak, there's many reasons why a person could want Mashiach. He could want Mashiach because they'll be ready made food to eat and they'll have, be very rich. The Ramam doesn't say, if you don't want Mashiach for these reasons, you're a kafir but Torah of Amesh Rabbeinu, deny the Torah of Amesh Rabbeinu. The Ramam is saying over here, according to the Sikh, that if, if Mashiach is, if you don't understand that when you understand the Mashiach is negayah to Torah, that Torah itself is not something extra. It's the basics of Torah cannot be fulfilled without Mashiach. If you believe Mashiach can't come, or it's not realistic to happen, you're basically saying that Torah is not real. Torah is a nice theory, is a nice way of life, but it, it can't, be, can't be implemented. The computer's already shut down, the program is over. There's no way it's going to happen. So you're denying the Taita, you're denying, not Kaifer B'Taita, meaning you're the way that Abba reads into the word. I'm sure you're denying something that says in the Taita. You're denying the Mahus of Taita, you're saying Taita is not real. If Mashiach is not real, Taita is not real. Because again, a Pshat and the Eifan of Allah, the of Mashiach is to bring the Shleimus HaTaita of Okay, That's, 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 uh, that's, that's an Akuda that, uh, that I wanted to be Matkish. Um... The, 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 there's obviously many other things to, to focus on, but just while I'm on the subject, it's very important to realize that the, 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 the idea of learning in Yonah Gulu Mashiach is not just a fulfill of the Rebbe, which in itself is obviously very important, but like you see from this Sikha, the Sikha, if you look about it, if you compare this Sikha with the way other daily soul wrote about Mashiach, you come to realize the Rebbe is being Mechadash here, a whole different cook. The whole, all the two prokem of Yudalaf and Yibayz, I don't have time to elaborate now, but according to the Rebbe Sichas, he explains how it's all based on the first two lines of the Rambam. The Rambam is establishing the Yisoy, the Dini of Meshech, is to bring back Shleim Satayrev HaMitzvah. Everything else that he writes is just, in both prokem, is just a continuation, implementation of that Yisoy. It's, it's, the more you, you understand about Mashiach, and the more you learn about it, and obviously you have to think about it, and it's not something that, you know, that, uh, you know, you easily accept something that the Tava HaOdom is that he rejects, he might feel uncomfortable about Mashiach. But the only way to really want Mashiach and to understand Mashiach, and Mashiach shouldn't be such a subject which, you know, people like to leave on the shelf, is Dafka if you take it off the shelf. The, more, the less you know about Mashiach, the less you're going to, you know, you, the, the more you're going to try to avo- avoid the topic. The more you learn about Mashiach and understand about Mashiach, the more... Yiltaka become real, you'll understand why we need it, what it's all about, why it's real, why it's happening. And Dikris, we should have a take it from Yat Mamish.